welcome back to the Broken Bad Bitches podcast. Ew. Episode five. Cinco. Uh, guys. What a journey. And <laughs> I am so excited. My name is Hannah. If you don't know me or haven't heard, I apologize that it took you this long. And I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Priscilla. Hello. Chrissy Poo. Yes, that's me. You know, guys, we're a little rusty at this point because we're literal trash pandas. Yes. Trash pandas. That's our theme song, by the way, in case you needed to know. Uh, We're trash pandas because it is now one entire month later from the last time you guys heard from us. We So we just finished editing time. episode four. Like as we're talking to you right now, we just edited episode four and we just got on the mics episode five. And like on episode four, it was like, oh my God, this full moon is like so intense. And then Hannah looks at me and she was like, it's, it's a full, full moon, moon today. today. And I'm like, a whole new full moon. Wow. Trash pandas. Literally a full moon cycle later. Here we are. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Uh, yes, we have a really great episode for you guys today. But first, it has been a long time. So yes. let's do a little check in. Check, check up. Love it. What have you got for us, Prissy Poo? How are you? Oh when God. we left. This has been a month. It has. It May was almost your birthday. Yeah, it was almost my birthday. I was about to go to Denver. I think that's... You were. Uh, tell mm-hmm. us about that. Tell us all. I all the things. fell in love with Denver more As you should. than I thought I would. Because I, growing up, I thought I was like this big city girl, which I am. Like, I love, you know, the big cities. But Disgusting. being in... <laughs> being in that environment and just seeing the like landing and seeing like the snow-capped mountains and going hiking and just breathing the air and just seeing all the trees and it was yeah, just there's really nothing Priscilla loves more than breathing the air. Yeah, that was good. Did you like that? No, but it is really beautiful and it's such a stark difference too from the landscape of Dallas. Oh, for so it's, sure. It is really refreshing to go it out is. there. Because until you try, like I've been living in Texas since I was, mm, well, since about 10, I've moved back and forth, but you don't really realize how flat Texas is until you travel. And I remember when we got back from San Diego, I was like, oh my goodness. And especially Denver, it's it's so insane, but no, it was so beautiful. So I went with my my homegirl and I took my son and my niece. So just the four of us. And we had a phenomenal time. Like we so cute. had time with the kids. We went hiking and we went to the science museum that's there. We They had like a little Ooh. gem um, exhibit. It was just beautiful. I really, <sighs> really enjoyed the whole entire trip. City was beautiful. It was clean. It was quaint. It was like, it was like a quaint big city. If that makes sense. So did it give you Austin vibes, like I said, or no? Um, still don't care for Austin. Um, Me either. Vibes, yes. But like Austin is like flugazy vibes. And Denver is like, no, they're like really like that. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, yes. it, it reads authentic. Yes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't read authentic in Austin. Okay. So I got back, uh, flew back on Sunday. And then... Um, Tuesday was my birthday. So we had my birthday dinner. So, um, oh my, my best friend Siobhan <laughs> flew in on Sunday, like right when I landed, she landed. So it was, it was cute. So instantly like she flew in. And, um, so yeah, we went to my birthday dinner. We went to XOXO. We were all wearing pink. Everybody pulled through, even though I know it was a struggle. All of my best friends were like, y'all hated it. And mm, I think we, well, it's fun to, to give you shit. And it also was really hard for Y'all everybody. Everybody had a problem somehow. Everybody had a story. Yeah. But I 
we said on the last podcast, you're like, you should change your colors for your 30s. And mm-hmm. so I have decided, drum roll, please. We're wearing green. How do you feel? Um, Any, all green. Yes. Any shade of green. Olive, lime, mm. uh, hunter. Emerald. You know, emerald. My, emerald's my fave. So I'm probably going to do emerald every year. I look fantastic in emerald. Are you kidding me? The skin that tone in these eyes, please. I'm really happy that you're changing your color. Yes. Green is going to be it. There's a lot of variations and a lot of different moods. The thing about pink is that I feel like it's all one mood, you know? It's not, but okay. I'm not like a pink person, really. I'm pretty much blacks, whites, neutrals. Desi, that's all. Um, that's, well, I wanted to change because I felt like it really was representing of my 20s. I mean, no, it's like a, a decade. It's an yeah, era. An you era. Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So now we're we're doing something new. So switching to yeah. green, I had to Ooh. update the people. I think I'm going to do like an emerald too. I, I like emerald. Okay. But so like I had said, everyone, every one of us that was there, except for <laughs> Priscilla, who was already <laughs> just has had all of these other birthdays where she's wearing pink. She had stuff. No one had anything to fucking wear. Everyone had a problem. I tried to order this dress from Fashion Nova. Don't look at my emails, right? And then turns out the day that it was supposed to get there, I went on my email to like track it, you know? And I saw that they had just randomly sent me an email that said, hey, we refunded and canceled your order. That's fun. I know. I was like, okay, cool. And the problem was I work all weekend and I didn't find this out until Friday at like 6 p.m. Oh, that's crunch time. I know. And I was like, and you know, you can't, you can't just willy-nilly just buy any, you know? Yeah. Not everything just fits your body in the way that you want. You want to look good. So yeah. I was like, holy shit, I got to buy a dress right now. <laughs> well, but I woke up really early on Saturday and went to the mall. I pulled up to the mall. I'm going in the parking garage, under-caffeinated. That was the first problem. Mm-hmm. And then I like... Such an idiot dog. I don't like to talk about this. I had a car incident where my car in another altercation. They they had an altercation. They did. And so what happened was I was vibing out to Caliucci's, right? And I'm not paying any attention. And I'm like barely awake at this point. Literally backed up because I was like, oh, I see a spot. And then back up to get in the spot, right? Pull in and I literally just like hit the car with my car. Like my car hit their car. Some would call it a car accident. I call it an incident that occurred. I don't feel like I didn't get into a wreck. That's neither here nor there, you know. I mean, was it an accident? (laughs) Well, I didn't do it on purpose. So fill in the blanks. Anyways, immediately this whole family just starts like making fun of me. The dad literally comes up to me and he's like, it was a nice car till you fucked it up. And they're all laughing and clapping and... Because there's nothing worse than being mocked and taunted when like... It's like, it's not even your car. Yeah. Go away. But so I just called insurance and then... Was this before or after you went into the mall? Like, is this as you're pulling into the mall? Oh, no, yeah. I was trying to get to the mall. Oh, so you still had to get out the car and go shopping with this just occurring? Didn't. You you just left? I left. Okay. I, I had to leave. Okay. I was like, you know what? She's not incriminating herself. She did report. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I did. I took pictures. <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't be in that spot because yeah. like, I don't know. The, 
The vibe because was of off. The pe- yeah, I yeah. Didn't, I didn't like it. And yeah. I was really shook because like, I just don't hit cars with my car a lot, except for like a couple times. But other than that, it <laughs> she doesn't- just kisses him. <laughs> but so no, yeah, I took pictures of everything and then reported it to insurance because I low-key did fuck up my car. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a thousand dollar deductible, but two thousand five hundred dollars later. Yeah, that's what I did to my car. I couldn't have even been going that fast either because I literally had to back up, like I said, to get into that space. So I guess don't buy a Camaro because they're just made of tinfoil. That's that's what I learned today. So that happened while I was trying to get the dress. Ended up, didn't even go to the mall. Got my friend to like lend me a dress and thank the Lord of Jesus because it fit. You looked stunning, darling. Delightful, wonderful, fabulous, immaculate. And so what else has happened in that month? My toenails grew back. Oh, I was going to ask because you got to update the people. Let's- yes, collapse, snaps for me and my toenails. Ten toes. Ooh. And I got them pink this time. I'm very shook at myself. Wow. After um, all of the pink slander. Okay. Yeah, I don't like it because now my feet look like Rufus, the naked mole rat from Kim Possible. So my toes look like. But at least they're all there, all accounted for. And that's what's important. Let's focus on <laughs> Anyways, so like we said, it's been a month. Mm-hmm. I just got back from Nashville. Oh my God, you guys, she literally pulled in from the airport. She pulled up. So <laughs> I we're came at our, right we're here. At our I audio engineer's house. Yeah. Right here. And she's like, here. So I am running outside and she gets out the car. I'm going to paint the picture for you. Are you listening? All black, black long sleeve, black denim with fringe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, black skinny jeans with a beautiful pink woven cowboy hat with the pink matching fanny pack. It was a sight to see. After I'm talking all this shit about pink too. Made me so happy. I know that's what, I mean, I was surprised when you sent me the picture yesterday. I'm a cowgirl, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that a song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. The Kid Rock song. Wait, no. Is that his name? Yeah, Kid Rock. I know that Jay one confirmed. but with Cheryl Crow. Oh, the little slow ballad they did. I put your picture away. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, this is not what the everyone everyone signed out. Everyone left the chat okay. as they should. But so yes, how was your trip? It was really good. The food was really good. You know, sometimes you go places and you're like, they're not like a food town. Denver. Yes, Denver. I will say, yes, I, not a food town. To see, beautiful. Not, but Denver has the legal weed, so really, you could probably just eat cardboard and you'd be. Denver was good on the eyes, not the palate. I will say. You are lacking in refiner things like sodium. My birthday is in T minus, I don't know, math. Um, It's the 20th. It's in like, it's on the 4th of June. So your birthday's next Friday. So we're going to be a a week tomorrow. But by the time this goes up, it'll. It'll be passed. Yeah. We'll talk about it. And yeah. And we'll know all about it. So another thing before we transition into our topic for today, we just want to say, just also to give you guys a time reference. So this is our first episode recording since we've launched. Yes. We've officially launched in our time. Um, We got great feedback. We did for our first episode. I was actually really shook. Everyone loved it. I mean, no one's going to be like, it's terrible. 
a lot of people that could, you could have said nothing. So if you said something good. <laughs> no, I think me and Hannah both cried. Well, shocker. Yeah. Me and Hannah cried and we were just really, we just want to take a moment to say like, we really felt the love and we saw no, we really a, a, enormous um, response from supporters and our mm-hmm. friends. And it really, really, truly touched us and meant mm-hmm. a lot to us. It warmed my cockles. It does mean such a tremendous amount to us, the fact that you guys took the time out of your day to listen and be here and you make know, a post and tag yeah. us and and we love it so much. It literally all the serotonin, you know. Yes, and uh, what I'm really excited for is when this drops and to see like where we're at then. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much everything that's been going on with us. <laughs> So I think upcoming, we'll be recording every week. So our check-ins will be a little shorter. I think we can go ahead and get into today. This is episode five, yes. Taking Out the Trash. Love And it. I am not talking about cleaning up your apartment. Mm-mm, honey. But you should do that. Go ahead, sis. You actually probably doing this as you listen to <gasps> us. You know what? We'll keep Are you, you company. Are you doing the dishes? Oh, girl, I see you cleaning that counter, girl. Shake it. Oh, stop and shake. Ow. You did not have to do it to him, but you did. <laughs> you did. Ate it up and no crumbs, baby. Yes, sis. Yes. Okay. <laughs> if someone's listening and they're not twerking, they're like, can they just like, what the fuck? I'm about to sign up. So let's just go ahead and get... Get into it, honey. So again, it's this episode is called Taking Out the Trash. So when we mean taking out the trash, we're not talking about the trash in your kitchen. We're going to go back after we had a little twerk moment. We're meaning this metaphorically as... Looking back, and this is great for the for the moon that we have today. It's all about uh, reflection. Yes. It's all about, and it's really a shadow work moon. Mm-hmm. And so this is a perfect episode. And that's what this episode is about. It's about really looking at yourself and saying, what in my life genuinely is no longer serving me? What can I get rid of? What is in my life right now that is taking space for other things to come in? Right. Because essentially that's what, you know, when you throw something in the trash, it's because you're saying, I have no need for this. I have no use for this. It served the purpose it needed to serve. And now it no longer fits. Or yeah, you know, there's multiple reasons it went bad. Like there's just, Mm -hmm. and so instead of, like you said earlier, like a physical. Exactly. So instead of when you're looking around your apartment, it's much easier to see, oh, this is a candy bar wrapper. I love this candy. This is my favorite. It's a Kit Kat. I love it. But it's just the wrapper now. Yeah. It did what it needed to do. I had a great time and now it's done and I don't need to keep this. It's easy to see that you don't have a need to hold on to that candy bar wrapper. Mm -hmm. But what this really means, taking out the trash for us, is taking the time to, like Priscilla said, do your shadow work and really actually critically think about the relationships and, you know, habits maybe that you hold and different energies in your life and really critically decide, is this for my benefit? And is this still of value to me? I think something funny about this journey is like, I think we tend to focus on all the positives and it's like, oh, the law of attraction and the laws of the universe and fun, fun, fun. And it's like a big part of this is the shadow work. And a lot of that is being honest with yourself mm-hmm. and you don't realize until you have to do it how fucking hard that is. No, it really is. And I think a lot of the times, you know, life move, moves so fast, right? Mm-hmm. So it's 
pretty easy to just wake up and then every day just kind of happens to you. And really what you have to do in order to grow and benefit yourself and become a better version of you is stop letting life happen to you and actually like curate your life and what is in it in a way that actually is beneficial. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're going to do better than others. Sometimes you're going to be able to just instantly like, eh, like throw something in the trash and, you know, not, Mm -hmm. not have no repercussions or thoughts. You just do it because it it just, you just know that's what's right to do. And sometimes you might hold on to some items or, you know, you might, well, I'm going to use this later. I just know it. I just know it. No. Yeah. And then you don't, you need to Maria Kondo like your whole entire yes. existence. Literally. It's so funny because I Marie Kondo my life. I literally like, not just like physical items, but I'm literally simple question. Does this bring me joy? Mm-hmm. Because when you're thinking about it in terms of like a banana peel, it's so easy to say this does not bring me joy versus yeah. like a person in a relationship. And maybe this person used to be like, yeah, oh, you're really good you friend. You got to Marie Kondo your friendships mm-hmm. and relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's like the hardest oh, yeah. thing. But, you know, you have to give yourself grace sometimes because we all know there are those times when you're just really, you know you need to take out the trash, right? Like you're looking at your very full trash can trying to meticulously place another <laughs> piece of something on top of it. Playing a game of Jenga with your trash can. Oh <laughs> <laughs> or your recycles. <laughs> yes. And, and you know, Eventually, you just have to make the choice to, okay, I'm going to stop being lazy. I'm going to go actually take out the trash now. Mm -hmm. And that's what you have to do because it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's way easier to just ignore it and close the door on the thing and just, no, I'll do it later. But like once you do take out the trash and you, you know, can put in a fresh trash bag and it's, you know, it smells clean, the trash is empty, everything looks clean. It's like you realize, oh, you see the benefit. Like, okay. I don't know right. why it took me so long to do that, but I exactly. see the benefit in it. Mm-hmm. So that's what we say when we're talking about taking out the trash. And, you know, you will have to do this with people. Mm-hmm. And we're not saying that those people are trash. Oh, by any means. No, 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 no. no. Just That's just the comparison of how it is to say like, okay, this doesn't serve Yeah, me. like being able to look at someone and, you know, say, does this, does this person bring me joy? Is right. this person holding space that I could release so something else could come in. Mm-hmm. And is it a symbiotic relationship? Like, is it give and take? Are you receiving the amount of love that you give? So we could talk about specifics though, because sometimes it's not that simple. Obviously looking at it and comparing it to an empty cup or something that needs to be thrown away is completely oversimplifying the situation because a lot of the times when you're Marie Kondoing your life, it ends up being relationships Mm -hmm. and, you know, not like just romantic necessarily, but just friendships and things like that in general. And I think something that is so, so important to understand is that people and things come in and out of your life for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. We're friends because we offer benefit to each other, right? And yeah. it's unfortunate because I think we've all had that friend that, you know, maybe they used to be your ride or die very best friend. And now you only see them on their Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes you feel sad and it makes you feel upset with yourself because you think like, 
like, what did I do? And I let this relationship go or how did we drift apart? And it makes you sad. Like, oh, we used to be so close. I know a lot of people I could say that with, we used to be so close. Mm -hmm. And it's not that anything bad happened or maybe it's not that they're a bad person, but they've served. That relationship served its purpose Mm -hmm. and you both went their own ways. Right. Mm -hmm. And you were good for them and they were good for you. And now it's just better to move on because it's just things that take up space. Because relationships on any level, they don't have to end badly and you don't have to hate that person. Sometimes it's just more of understanding that, yeah, I learned that purpose or that lesson and never having, even if it does end quote unquote badly, never having that like, woe is me victim mentality is understanding that again, the universe has no accidents. Everything happens the way that it needs to. At that Mm -hmm. time, you were mirrored to you what you needed to better yourself in or focus on or something you needed to acknowledge. And you did. Right. And you need to sit with that and sit with how you feel and understand that it's not happening again, like cheesy, but it's not happening to you, it's happening for you. Right. And that just because now you're not close or y'all don't talk and the relationship's not the same, you know, things and people all evolve, right? Everything does. Are you the same person you were five years ago? No. And so it, it makes a lot of sense that, you know, a lot of people, while they are what you needed five years ago, five years ago, you couldn't have have done it without them. Mm-hmm. But now at this point, y'all have both evolved and just become different in a way that y'all don't need each other in that same way. Yeah. And that's okay, you know, and you shouldn't feel guilty to do what is best for yourself. And I think that's where it becomes really hard to take out the trash mm-hmm. in terms of current relationships because of that like feeling of guilt. Yeah. Or feeling like, you know, you felt like the bad person because you mm-hmm. had to exactly m- remove yourself and you feel like shit. But it's really all about boundaries. And boundaries exactly. is the biggest to me. And and I'll get into like my story later, but boundaries was the biggest form of self-love I could have shown myself. Exactly. And it, that's almost kind of like a chicken or the egg thing because it's like- Oh, I like you, that. Because if you don't have self-love- You can't set boundaries. Then you're not going to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. And- a lot of bad things might happen because of that. But then like when you, you love bound- yourself, yeah. yeah, you set these boundaries. But it's like yeah. if you set these boundaries, you love yourself. Sometimes it can be more of like a light bulb moment, I think. Yeah. Where you all of a sudden are like, I don't understand why I am putting up with this or dealing with that. And I'm so much better. And sometimes it can be a situation. A slow evolving situation. Mm-hmm, or one where you you kind of know deep down that this isn't right or whatever it, it might be. But you're not really ready to commit to how your life is going to change because that's the thing. Stuff like that, different people coming in and out of your life can like dramatically shape the way your life looks on a day-to-day basis. Mm, oh yeah. And change is scary and that's that's okay. All right. So the last like serious relationship I was in, mm-hmm. not here to name names. He was a really great person. He, We had a lot of fun together and... Our friendship was really great and our relationship was decent. But it got to a point where, you know, he helped me through a lot of things. Like emotionally, he definitely helped me to like grow as a person. But it got to a point where I felt that 
eventually I just felt like I was going in a different direction. And all of a sudden it was like, not all of a sudden, it was slow and gradual. And I stayed in it for longer than I feel that I should have. Mm -hmm. Because every time I would think about it, one, I would think about, well, now I'm just so comfortable with this person. And, you know, I had that one, that fear of like, what is my life going to look like on a day-to-day without this person in it? And it is dramatically different. I will say it's been a really good decision for me. (laughs) Um, Again, this is an amazing human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great person. But we just grew apart. And eventually, I just realized that we're not going to grow back together. So I might as well just end it. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely been very refreshing to take out the trash. And now I feel like I know myself so much better and I'm so much happier with myself. And I think for me personally, I needed like to be alone. Mm-hmm. Like I g- genuinely needed to just fall in love with myself. And I realized that even though this person wasn't doing anything like they weren't doing anything to hinder this. Yeah. Just my relationship with that person in general hindered my ability to really understand my power and mm-hmm. my purpose and how I want to move through life. And you were so young too. So, you know, now you're able to kind of be an adult and be on your own for the very first time, like post, post-relationship. Yeah, post-relationship. And for sure. And I think in a billion and a half ways, I've grown since I have dated him because I dated him for, like I said, a year and a half, two years almost. And that was two years ago. Yeah. Because when I met you, you were still dating him and then you recently broke up. Yeah. Like like right. Shortly after. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I, you saw us at like the very tail end of our relationship. Yeah. Definitely. It was the right call for me. Hopefully it was a good thing for him too. I think we both had some growing and learning to do and some growing up to do and that we almost made that impossible for each other. Because I could see that there were ways that I hindered him mm-hmm. because he kind of didn't really have it all together. And I mean, neither do I necessarily, but mm-hmm. like, and definitely not at that point. But he kind of didn't really have it all together as far as like he had a lot of like, he had some legal troubles and this and that and some car troubles. And just, it became to where I felt like he was stressing me out in that way. Yeah, And because I am... I'm kind of a control freak. I wouldn't allow him to fall, you know? Yeah. And I was so stressed out to be that safety net. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to take on. Mm-hmm. And it's fine because I did it to myself, but I realized that I'm literally just wearing myself thin and I'm not even doing him any favors either because now he's, you know, sometimes you do have to kind of hit the bottom. Yeah. Before you can climb your way back up. Yeah, like you were enabling him. And if I'm just a trampoline underneath you, you're just going to keep on going. And, yeah. And not really getting to a point of impact. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good analogy. I just thought of it on the spot. Killed it. Killed it. But so, yeah, definitely, again, he is not trash. Yeah. He's a great guy. My my story is very similar. I dated this guy on and off for seven years. So literally almost like took up my whole 20s. That's crazy. It he was, saw a lot of pink 
he saw a lot of pink. <laughs> and again, by any means, I'm not calling this man trash. Like, even though we're no. not together, I, me and him love each other very deeply, very unconditionally. I took out the trash. I got rid of that relationship. I realized it was no longer serving me. But I took out what we learned from each other. I took out what mm-hmm. the things I taught him and the things that he taught me. And I think that was so monumental. Like when we kind of ended things, um, he was like, Priscilla, you're always going to be a part of me because of like, you you know, you've taught me things about myself and you've taught me things in general about life. And it, and it was beautiful because again, like, yes, it's sad and you're, you're kind of having to like and grieve is. this person. But I was so proud of the growth that me and him have had over those seven years that it Aww. wasn't a bad ending. It was just kind of like, again, it served its purpose. It did what it needed to do. And we would have just kept Honestly, it was kind of getting to a point where it was like becoming more negative as towards the right. end than positive. So we both had mindful decisions out of love, out of respect for us, on ourself, and out of respect for, you know, each other of like, mm-hmm. we got to call it. We got to, we got to take right. this really, like, we got to throw out the trash. It's e- not serving exactly. us anymore. Exactly. Because what's going to happen? Your trash sits there one day it's fine, right? But then four days later, you still haven't done anything and now it's stinking yeah. your whole house. Mm-hmm. And so it's good to to say, you know what? I can see where this is going. And that's that's really beautiful. So how do you think that like was? Because I know sometimes it can be really hard to, to look past, like you said, the good and the bad, and, but yeah. the good things. Yeah, And it's hard sometimes to let those things come to an end mm-hmm. when you know that those good things were like there. Yeah. And to end the relationship, even though there was so much positivity. And there, was there was so much so positivity much... and there's so much love. It, like, mm-hmm. it was the most immense amount of love and it was the deepest connection I've ever felt with another soul like on this planet in this lifetime. It's beautiful. It's very deep. Mine was a slow growing. It wasn't like mm-hmm. a light bulb moment. It was very a seven years deep with this man. But yeah, it was just yeah, a... Yeah, yeah. Learning boundaries and self-love, yes. And then I think the biggest learning point for me was I was in loving him and us having the relationship together. I was doing that at the expense of me. And it was, I had to, I had to constantly make myself small. And I was, I'm not blaming him. And I tell him like, I'm not putting all the blame on you. I chose like you said, you know, right. you, you chose to be there for him and, and I did. Take I that chose on. to be the trampoline. For me, I chose to let him move and do things that I wouldn't, I wasn't okay with or mm-hmm. that I didn't deserve. But I took that and I made myself small because I wanted that connection right. to just be there so because bad. Because you were chasing those old positive feelings. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah. And, and it's hard because it's like, Love is like a heroin addiction. Oh, no. it No, and that's what I'm saying. It was like a drug. And it technically yeah. is a drug. Because when you're in love with somebody, those good feeling hormones, that those that dopamine and the serotonin and the, mm-hmm. all that stuff, it literally increases. And that's the same chemicals that, re- that release when you're taking these drugs. It's a love is a drug. It can be very negative. Now it can be because positive. Your love, your love, your Ooh, we love. are breaking out in songs today, honey. We're about today, to be honey. copyright strike. <laughs> We have no monetized content, but... We have a ding. They're still going to say, eh. Yeah. But it was just, you know, I'm not going to make myself small anymore. 
and I love this man and you know all of that, but it was no longer serving me. And I had to get rid of that mm-hmm. because if I didn't get rid of that, it was going to just rot. Right. It's like you're, you're just chipping away at yourself. Yeah. And it's just kind of taints the way that you view the relationship after a certain extent. For sure. And that's why I would rather have called it and, and did the mindful thing when we did mm-hmm. than let something rot because we are both able to, like I said, I love this man unconditionally. Like, and he feels the same about me. Like whenever, you know, we ever come into it, it's such pure positive love and respect, mm-hmm. but just acknowledgement of boundaries. And we taught right. each other so much by establishing boundaries and self-love. Because mm-hmm. me dealing with that relationship, you know, it it taught me a lot. So And that's good. And yeah. I think honestly, that's the theme of the year is I'm not making myself small That is anymore. our theme. That's what I remember. That, we, I, yeah, remember I was going to say, we've been saying this yeah. since the beginning of the year. We have been. I'm done. We keep seeing it to each I'm other. I'm done mm-hmm. being small. In any then, situation. Yeah. And then I saw a couple people posted this, this meme and it was like, I'm done uh, putting myself into bite-sized pieces. You can fucking choke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to be digestible. Yeah. Just to make you comfortable. Right. No, I'm not here to make other people comfortable to, and sacrifice myself and my happiness. Yeah. I'm just not about it anymore. And that's honestly like in situations that you were in, that is a hard decision to make. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important to keep in mind that doing what's right and doing what is easy or never the I same thing. I was just about to say, never the I, same. I will say um, the last time that me and um, him my twin flame last time we ended it, it was like very beautiful and like dramatic at the same time. And very dramatic. And that's what she said to me. She said, baby, I'm so proud of you. And she was like, and doing what's right is not always easy. But that's like the ultimate piece of advice. Like what you're doing by not taking out the trash, just as in your physical reality and with your relationships and with your habits, Mm -hmm. you're doing, if you're not taking out the trash, that's because you're doing the easier thing to do. Yeah. And not the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the the easy thing for me to do was when I see to him, enjoy cycle. him and, and yeah, and stay in this vicious, very hot and cold. Very, I don't want to say toxic. I don't think we were toxic. I no, think it was just a bad it, dynamic it was, it was, towards the end because yeah. like we say, it ran its course. And, mm-hmm. and we both had so much going on in our own lives where like, it didn't fit anymore. So like, just like anything else, when something doesn't fit anymore, it has no longer served you. You need to remove you it. You need it to get it out the building. Just- Ever since then, I think my reflection moment, I have, and I'm still like healing and like growing from it, but I have been in so much better situations and I am starting to like speak my truth and be more assertive and and call bullshit a lot mm-hmm. quicker. Like, because one thing I said, I was like, you know what? I will never hold on to something that does not serve me for that long anymore. But no, I am really proud of you. Thank you, boo. I'm and, proud of you too. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. And I feel like I have so many stories that yeah. I can tell because honestly, I think really truly after that boyfriend who I broke up with, mm-hmm. that's when I really started being particular about who's in my life and who I'm surrounding myself with. But I do want to invite all of you guys to really do your shadow work yes, and look critically at your life and what it looks like. Are you happy? Are there people 
in your life or things that you do, habits that you have that don't serve you, things or people that are holding you back. And maybe just really decide that you are worthy of that happiness and that fulfillment Mm -hmm. and that you don't need to make yourself small for other people. It's going to, without a doubt, absolutely enhance your life. And like we said, what's right and what's easy are not always the same thing. Mm -hmm. But you're always going to, like you said, Priscilla, come back and look at yourself with that sense of fulfillment and say that you did that shit. Huge disclaimer. This is not going to be easy. This is not something that you're going to feel good about and just skip it down the street. Mm-hmm, no, honey. we're not having a good time. No, there will be tears. Mm-hmm. There will be moments of weakness. There will be, honestly, even setbacks or, or you know, uh, yeah, momentary- relapses. Yeah, there and will be relapses. There will be. And there will be times when momentarily you're like, wow. Especially relapsing on some dick. Things are, <laughs> get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> you relapse and collapse onto it. Oh, oh, oh. Would you look oh. at that? Wow. It's not always easy, but you have to, it's it's getting you outside of your comfort zone because you cannot grow where you are comfortable. So me and Hannah are both plant mamas. And plant mama. So our plants go through cycles and we pot them and we let them go. And in the summer and the spring, they grow and they flourish. And then towards the fall, they their, you know, their growth process slows down. And when it comes times for spring, they need to be repotted. They need to move into a bigger pot. They need fresh soil. They need just... They need that wiggle room. They need wiggle room to grow yeah. even more. Because if you keep them in the same pot, they they're have no room to grow. And eventually, their yeah, roots, roots are going to start getting too cramped where literally they cannot physically grow. Right. And that's how things in your life that aren't serving you and you staying in your comfort zone, it is inhibiting you from growing. You have right. to get into a new pot. But I think we can wrap it up. But I hope that you guys really resonated with our message today and you really sit with how you're feeling and you take out the trash. It's especially good for my um, newbies getting into astrology. If you keep up with the moon, full moons are good times to release and to purge. So if mm-hmm. you want physical energy to run through you and flow through you, um, and kind of just get some guidance from the universe or God, source, energy, whatever you call. I would do it during whatever you say. Whatever you say. And because we know you cannot get enough of us ever at all, we are here on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok at Broken Bad Bitches. That is an X instead of a C. You already know. You already know. And we on the Twitter at Bitches Bad again X instead of a C. And yes, thank you guys so much. Please always, always, always remember to value and respect yourself enough to do the hard thing because it will always be to your benefit. Well, I love that. It was beautiful. Well, we'll see you every Thursday at 7, giving you a new episode everywhere you get your podcasts. Um, We have Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, on the YouTube. We just all on the fun now places. Now we're just bragging. Ooh. If you do follow us on Instagram, we have all the links set up in our bio. Well, we love talking to you, but we got to go. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh my gosh.
uh, soda water is actually not bad. 